1: Hoping for that redfin, one pound to put in mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yappies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end.
2: Six minutes after four, everybody, good morning. Happy Saturday to you. Hope your uh, Saturday's kicked off nicely so far. I've got some bad news for you. Otherwise, we'll go through that. Sydney heading for a top of 20 degrees, uh, 18 to 20, Brisbane up to 21, so not a massive uh, difference as you head up the coast, but weather-wise or wind-wise, it certainly is. For Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay, the forecast says northwesterly 10 to 15 knots, increasing 15 to 25 knots in the morning, then turning westerly 20 to 30 knots during the afternoon and the evening. May reach up to 35 at times. Seas below one metre and mostly sunny should be the conditions. If you're thinking about heading offshore... You might want to think again. Westerly 20 to 30 knots, decreasing to 20 to 25 knots in the morning, then increasing 20 to 30 knots in the early afternoon. Seas 2 to 3 metres south to southeasterly around 1 metre inshore, increasing to 1.5 to 2.5 metres offshore during the afternoon. There is a marine warning uh, for strong winds at Macquarie Coast, Hunter Coast, Sydney Coast and Illawarra. Kieran Riki, good morning to you. Look who's back in town. I know, the
1: angel just flew in, as of last night
3: Angel, you brought brought the winds with you, Alan Blake, good morning Good morning everyone, I'd like to say it's nice of you back, it's bloody cold down here
1: (laughs) (laughs) We noticed that, but you've still got the red and green on
3: Yeah, yeah, you've got the red and green on We play on tomorrow afternoon or something Yeah, tonight? No, tonight, Uh, tonight. yeah I think it's tonight Tonight Yeah, and no, I've been out of him for a the
1: week. I played the Kiwis tonight, too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Who, who's who's going who's to get the wooden spoon, Kieran? Sir George or Parramatta? Sorry, Sir George or Balmain? Balmain. Balmain.
1: Sure, Ann.
3: There you go. Okay, good to see.
1: Oh, and Mr. Maganelli and Peter
3: Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, half the show. Everybody has, one has a problem
1: through. in their life.
3: That's it. That's those it.
1: three have got those. Uh, the Tigers.
3: Well, we've all got the problems. Well, they, too. they
1: played a lot better on Thursday night. Did they, they, ca- did the they win? Did they win? Half time.
3: Did they win or lose? They lost. Okay, That's well right. they
1: won. They were there, equal first half. <laughs> uh, the the dragon was in the game. Yeah. Last night as well.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, no problems. Yeah, plenty of people up fishing at uh, seventeen seventy, getting oh. crabs and doing all those sort of good things. and nice fish around up there. But. It was 25 right. 26
1: they got, they degrees. Going out. I spoke to um, Greg up there at Double Island Charters.
3: Yes, they and he's coming oh, in I the week. We'll
1: be offshore no. this weekend. And I spoke to uh, another young fellow out of Port Stevens.
3: Yeah, so Thursday and Friday, we'll pick it up up north. Mm. 25 26 degrees.
1: So we'll probably find out
3: from Swanee.
1: Birdie won't be back until t- today sometime. Yeah,
3: he's having fun over there. <laughs>
1: as you said, uh, Grant Child,
3: <laughs>
2: the man child, as I, I like to call he's him, a good boy. was out. Uh, was out at what, Disney World or something? Disney Sea or something? Yeah, or, yeah, something like. He was out. He was out on rides. Let's be yeah, honest.
3: Good. What's wrong with that? Uh, it's good.
1: I, I
2: just, I just like like to seem stick. You know those little things that say if you're not that high, you're not allowed on this ride. I want to see him standing next to one of those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I got a question for you, Al. Yes. The boating fraternity or the people involved in boating yes are we finding that this business uh, like the all the extra taxes and cost of food is that interfering with the, the boating oh it's industry? definitely
3: slowed it down the boating is a discretionary spend and it's one of the first ones to slow down when things get tough and one of the last ones to pick up when it starts to ease. So, it's just, look, it's, um, people are still buying, but the people with mortgages, they're backing off, which is fair enough. They've got other things to concern themselves with, yeah. not just boats.
1: But people in Queensland, I noticed there's still a lot of Queensland. Oh,
3: yeah, a lot, lot of them buying up there still, but they've pulled back a little bit too. They've got their own issues up there.
1: Those couple of boats that we spoke about in the last couple of weeks. Yes. Like, I mean, they're you won't buy that boat anywhere else at that price.
3: That's right, that's right.
1: You know, and we've got a great little
3: runabout that would suit side console. I think it's side console today.
1: Yeah, you know, um, that's a good little boat for if there's just you and the wife, or you and your girlfriend, or you and your mate.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, it takes four people. A four two staser outlaw side console uh, with the revolution hull, fifty horsepower Yamaha four stroke gauges, staser aluminium trailer. It's got all the goodies on their live bait tank. LED navigation lights. I love green. my LED. LED. No one sells any incandescent globes now, anyway. Oh, we've still got some in stock. Uh, oh, still no, got, I
2: still, well, at the moment, I've still got some on my boat, but they're being converted. And it's got an auto bilge pump, too. Auto bilge pump? Gotta have <laughs> Got to have an auto bilge pump. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have. Because it's, really, it's
1: set and forget to a, a
2: large degree, it. you know. Do,
1: do you have a casting platform on your boat?
2: No. Yeah, sure, so
1: you can get this one.
2: Yep. that's a new coffee machine. We got a coffee machine when you left. You got a coffee
3: machine? Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. yeah. knows
1: th- how to work it? He was on his way. He said,
3: "Okay, coffee machine. Wow, that's yeah. exciting. What's going on? I don't know. It's good. Two
2: HDs had one for a while. I oh, heard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So now we're we're up and there. There little. Good morning, Dave. If you're still listening, by yes. the way, I'd love your oh, show yeah. this morning.
1: Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. you know, he's a uh, Laurie McAnally fan.
3: Yeah. So, just to finish you off on that stage, yeah. Sir. Yeah, um, high tide listeners 29990 nine ninety. If you're walking off the street, it's 30990 So, there's a thousand dollar save under $30,000. There's only two available and delivery within two weeks. We've got a couple of years just in case you get them through the workshop to well, you might buy that
1: if you if you're saying, Oh, I'm going to go to the boat show, which is on in August, the 3rd of August. You're not going to get that deal even
3: at a boat show. You're not going to get any cheaper than that at a boat show. No, no, and, because they're in stock,
1: and, and it can be tailor made to your own finances.
3: Yes, that's right. Yeah, we can we can uh, get finance uh, quite reasonable rates. Yeah, well, so.
1: look if you if you look at it, it's thirty thousand. Say you take it over five years, it's about six thousand a year. Yeah, which is about one hundred and twenty dollars a week.
3: Yeah. Oh, I, haven't, I don't know the exact figures on the, on the yeah, finance well, that,
1: side. But that that that's without adding the interest, it, is yeah, we is about 6 or 7%. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and we're going to have a really warm summer. I hope so. Yeah, we're going to play some El Nino. <laughs> yeah, the El <clears> Nino. <throat> the El Nino. <laughs> or El
2: somebody. Yeah, El Nino. Now, during the week, the Bureau of Meteorology <laughs> set out the world's worst-kept secret that we are heading into El Nino, um, and the manager of climate, uh, Carl uh, Braganza, uh, held a press conference during the week, and I've chopped all that down with all the the questions out of it, and it'll give you an idea of what they're expecting, it's go- and I think you'll love that too, Blakey. I know how you're a bit of a weather buff like myself. But... So
3: so they need some more money for their budget, do they? So they're coming out with
2: all these things. Oh,
3: sceptical man, isn't he? Yeah, yes. look, I've got a question
1: for you,
2: because
3: mm-hmm. uh, you're
1: up up with what happens in the world. Why we have all these long names? What happened to the Smiths, the Jones and the Browns? We never hear of them; those people anymore.
3: No, because it sounds better for people, you know.
1: To have a double extended name,
3: two dads' name, yeah, yeah.
1: So, Mrs. Bligh Bligh.
3: That's the right.
2: one. Well, the third most popular name Waka in Waka. Victoria. Waka. Is Nguyen,
1: who Nguyen? Oh, that's Vietnamese, isn't it?
2: Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. nothing wrong with that. No, it's multiculturalism. Yeah. And as Dave was talking about earlier on, don't forget before you know we had full-on multiculturalism. Here, you could you could go to a restaurant and get a steak, a bit of fish, and if you were really lucky in your town, you might even have a Chinese restaurant.
3: Now you'd, be, at, o- you'd be able to get chicken Maryland there.
2: <laughs> now you can get everything. Everything. And 90% of it's open, particularly in Sydney, yeah. it's open 24-7, you know? Who hasn't had a kebab at 3 o'clock in the morning? Come on. With garlic sauce or chilli. Oh, see? Well, I <laughs> have a look
1: Start as we come past through Gladespool, and alongside the pub there, there's a, a kebab shop yeah. there, and it is chockers.
3: Mm. Well, look, all, all the ones people. down here by the uh, Piemont Bridge Hotel. Yeah. yeah. yeah, They're all going in there? The one in Marrickville's hard to hey, top. Just before you go to an ad break, the Tides. Right. Yes. Lenny's listening. Good morning, Lenny. Uh, low is at 6.23am, 0.32 of a metre. There's a high at 12.30 this afternoon, 1.47. And another low this afternoon at 12 minutes past 6.58. Yeah, and that's nearly a six-hour turnaround on most of them. They are that way most days.
1: Mm. It's rule of thumb measurement. I, I think you, you can use.
3: If you bring it back to a lunar month, that's against the calendar month. You'll find it mostly lines up. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, quiz question the other day. A
3: quiz question, okay. Yeah, I
1: thought it was on one of the quiz shows. I watched yeah. the quiz shows at 5 o'clock. And I said this to Brendan yesterday. <laughs> there was a quiz, you know, uh, one of the major questions. What was Edinburgh in Scotland called before it was called Edinburgh.
3: I don't so know. I'll give you
1: a clue. You're looking at one of them. Old Ricky. Didn't Old Ricky. Old Ricky. O l d e Ricky R w e k i e. There you go. That was a bit of you could, really could have a link. Length, length, length I nearly then. fell off the chair when they said. I thought, what was it? I thought Edinburgh has always been Edinburgh, and then they come up with what the answer? Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> didn't believe that. <laughs> but then again, my brother, my, well, as you know, Terri-Ann's worked over there. She used to do snow skiing over there, and my brother had been there, and he said, you would never come home from there said, because if you went there, they'd all want to buy you a drink.
3: It's actually Old Ricky, A-U-L-D, not O-L-D. Oh, I did. Like, oh, I got the A-U. A-U. I, I Googled. I, I Googled. Fair yeah, D- enough's good enough, right? I, I Googled Old Ricky, and he came up and said, I am not Kieran. <laughs>
2: i <laughs> break at 17 after 4. <laughs> Talking sport.
3: So I managed to work out how to listen to you fellas when I was a, oh, over really? in Malaysia. So good to come back at 3 o'clock and listen
1: to Tungsi's one-liners, happy pronouncing the names of all those boys that I couldn't even half get my tongue around.
3: Graham explaining all the complicated rules in layman's terms
1: and then, of course, Robo. <laughs> if tigers don't win, he always takes his happy pills before he comes on.
2: Weekdays from 3. I'll be saying, what on earth? is the world coming to an
3: Aussie <laughs> in charge of Tottenham Hotspur and it's not any club we are talking Tottenham, Tottenham. Hotspur this
0: is 2SM
4: so I got invited out to watch the Washington state origin mate you wouldn't believe it now I've been kicked out a few pubs in my life <laughs> this bloke shut the pub down 9 30 as soon as the game was over and kicked everybody out absolutely yeah. classic <laughs> New Queensland are the the biggest certainties to ever go around
5: in a uh, football
0: game next game. The biggest certainties in origin. The biggest certainties certainties to ever go around in origin. Wow. Talking sport, weekdays from three.
5: Finance Easy understands that recent times may have been uncertain for business owners, and they'll make it simple to get you finance at competitive rates. Finance Easy takes the hassle out of borrowing money, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. No more meetings with bank managers, no reams of paperwork, just a few clicks on the website. Visit financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number
0: 392 182. Bendix General CT Brake Pads are the everyday braking solution with stealth advanced technology for smoother, quieter, more comfortable driving. Blue Titanium Stripe technology eliminates the bedding in process, while noise absorbing shims reduce vibration and noise. For improved stopping performance, low dust, low rotor wear, and enhanced durability, ask for Bendix General CT brake pads at your next service. Bendix, put your foot down with confidence. Hi, Mark
1: Taylor here. This year, I'm celebrating 25 years with Fujitsu. Get a digital prepaid Mastercard worth up to $450 with any eligible Fujitsu air conditioner. Plus, go in a draw to win a share of $250,000. Come home to Fujitsu comfort. It's Australia's favourite. Here.
2: Purchase eligible model by 31st July 23, claim by 29 September 23. Retain receipts. Permits, New South Wales, TP 02527, ACT TP 2300451, sat T2327. Teas and and exclusions apply. See website. Pick your favourite Kia. From the award winning Kia Sportage to the street tread delivering Kia Seltos. Or Kia's most powerful car ever, the all electric EV6 GT. Book a test drive today to find your chosen one. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop into your nearest Kia dealer.
0: Kia, movement that inspires.
2: 2SM has Sydney talking.
0: More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If
3: only I could go
2: time to head up to Lake Macquarie and find out how things have been going up there. When we do that, we catch up with Brad from Renegade Charters. G'day, mate. How are you?
5: Good, thank you. Grant, how are you doing?
2: Not too bad. It's been a bit of a weird old week, hasn't it? I mean, I know you went out that you told us last week that you were going out last Sunday. I think you were chasing um, tuna, weren't you?
5: Yes, that's correct. Yes, we went out on Sunday looking for tuna and the weather was terrible at best and um we trolled out there for a few hours and we caught a striped marlin that was a really close, probably kilos
2: and sorry how many kilos you just dropped out there
5: uh 150 kilos and nice yeah we, we intended to release but it got tail wrapped during the fight and home and we sort of um knew happy campers on the boat days after that one it wasn't wasted the conditions out there were terrible but the water was 21 degrees with a lot of slimy mackerel and bait fish around and um, looked really really promising we've seen two other marlin same time but seen the yellowfin tuna Ain't about catching a marlin as a bycatch that's for sure
2: yeah, nothing wrong with that. Well, this week's no different. When we're looking at the forecast at the moment, it's supposed to kick up even worse than what it is at the moment. Um, the forecast for, which is quite entertaining, for further down south is around 47 sustained with 67 gusts. So um, right up to around about Eden or off the coast of Eden, things are going to be ugly. Not quite as bad up here, but still probably worth hanging around in bays and estuary so where can you recommend based on what people have been doing or lack thereof during the week that we can go this week
5: yes that's correct anywhere out of the wind in a lee where you could fish comfortably would be very very good especially for brim in the night time there's a few tailor and some very nice squire getting around 55 centimeters that have been caught lately and still a few flathead but it's basically around the brim and tailor, I think. That's going to be your main target species this week in this weather.
2: And what are they catching them on, Brad? I remember you said uh, last week to go light as you possibly can. What, what sort of bait are they sort of chasing at the moment?
5: Uh, normally just flesh baits like mullet fillets and pilchards in a burly trail. And, yeah, the light line, stealth mode, That's pretty well going to be doing the job this weekend, I'd imagine.
2: Mm. The um, forecast is supposed to get better later on in the week. I bet you you're probably keen as mustard to get out after being trapped in shore for a week or so, wouldn't you?
5: Yes, absolutely. Yes, but after the big winds, you normally get the big swell, and it's been quite a few snapper around offshore. So hopefully, get a chance next week to have a go at some snapper out there that'd
2: be good. Now w- when you've got conditions like this up your way we, we know there are some great and, and very well protected areas but is it do you need to be trying to find deep water or can you just literally just throw a line in off the shore and if it's only a couple of feet deep get away with it?
5: Uh, in the night time you can get away in the shallow water quite easily it's very good in the night time in the shallow water but um, in the daytime, typically it's a deep water but in, in the evenings and early mornings, at the night time, you can you, you can catch fish in like a metre and a half of water.
2: Easy as. So, if people want to get in contact with you and not potentially head out to, today, but maybe when the the weather kicks back a bit, how how would they do it, Brad?
5: Uh, just on the telephone zero four three seven three eight nine zero nine seven, or on the, in the Instagram or Facebook, send a message, or oh, that would be great.
2: Are any of your friends been ribbing you about doing these segments yet?
5: No, uh, they they, they all quite like it, they
2: do. <laughs> wait, wait, wait one day. Somebody will come up and start digging the elbow into the ribs and it just won't stop. You guarantee that. Brad, thanks so much for your time. Uh, hope you have a good week and hope you manage to get out there and do a bit of fishing.
5: Thank you very much. Same to you. Take it easy.
3: Talk tonight with Gary Stewart.
5: There was a
6: discussion on the Newcastle City Hall. If you're attacked by a bikey gang, do you try and
4: fight or do you run? And these two groups were discussing it, and I'm sitting there to survive this firestorm. Mm. And I said, And next time there's a fire, I'll have a, be rosary boots in this hand and a hose in that <laughs> yeah, hand. Just and to when I put the fire out, I'll take side. on the bloody bikeys. <laughs> good job, you blokes weren't here when the bloody Japs attacked us. Talk tonight. Has Sydney talking. A 16-year-old brother giving his 4-year-old sister a drag on a vapour.
6: That's criminal, isn't it? There was an article, what, a couple of months ago when they were giving it to a little 2-year-old, I think.
4: Oh,
1: you joking. No, no.
4: Everyone goes and buys these solar things made by a
6: million mm. slaves in, mm. in China. I've got a problem with that. Yeah, well, a lot of people do.
0: Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join VIEW Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. VIEW supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call one 805 366 or go to VIEW.org.au
4: Hey, Timmy Manor here. Have you received an electricity or gas price increase? Or you're worried about the rising energy costs? Give Red Energy a call. Their Aussie-based team will give you a no-obligation energy bill comparison. And you might be surprised what they have to offer. Plus, Red Energy is owned by Snowy Hydro, a leader in renewable energy. Give 100% Australian-owned Red Energy a call today on 131 806 or visit redenergy.com.au.
2: Eligibility criteria and conditions apply.
3: G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hennett and Josh Morris. At Coates, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor
2: stripper, eh? Or a road (laughs) saw.
0: Or an excavator.
2: Or even a power
3: drill. (laughs) What is that? Okay, Josh, you won this round.
0: Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coates or Bunnings Warehouse. Coats. Equipped for anything. Get ready to champion your diverse looks with great deals on all things beauty at Chemist Warehouse. We have Collab Dry Shampoo, 200ml range, 539. Dermavine Oatmeal Shampoo or conditioner 1 litre, 1599. Glow up with new Nude by Nature Hydra Stick Foundation, 2569. And smell great with Ari by Ariana Grande, 100ml, 4999. Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day listen to 2SM online 2SM supernetwork.com More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to
2: Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is 28 minutes after four here on High Tide. Good morning to you if you just joined us. Maroochydore 11 to 21 today. You've got Lismore 7 to 21. Newcastle 10 to 18. And the Gold Coast 9 to 21. So it's not overly warm up there, but certainly warmer than here.
1: It's a lot warmer than here. When I got here this morning, it was 9 degrees outside. We I got in the car, it was five degrees. But it did, I'll, I'll just go back
3: to that boat. Stater 429 Stata. side console, yes. Yeah. For twenty nine dollars for high-tide yeah. listeners. Yeah,
1: when I spoke about, you know, like uh, the finance and things like that, because I was looking down the bottom, where it says three plus two year boat warranty. That's right. Yeah. Now, so- it, uh, Grant just asked you the question, too. Does that mean it's five years?
3: It's... It's a three plus two, so it's a standard three-year warranty, and if you serve it as per the manufacturer's specifications, the same as a motor, you get an extra two years warranty.
2: So if you don't do the services as per the manufacturer, what the manufacturer says, well, you know, if <laughs> you just keep running it, it's going to play up, so you can't claim warranty on that.
3: That's right. So And the, the motors are all the same. They're three plus three to get a six-year or four, uh, two plus two, that you've got to service the things. Otherwise, the manufacturers look, hey, there's your warranty. And if you service it as I recommend, I will give you an extra two or three years warranty. Yeah. So it's a bonus. Yeah.
1: So how would, how would that be applicable back through the COVID time?
3: Yeah, no, it's still the same. There's a bit of leniency there with the COVID because people couldn't travel or do bits and pieces. Yeah. So, yeah, the manufacturers took that into account but uh, a lot of people are still servicing. There's no problems. But it's just the way things are. You you want a bonus, you've got to do the right thing. Hmm. And uh, it's it's not rocket science. So three plus two warranty. Do the right thing. And okay. so you service it every year, up to five years, and boom. Hmm. Shall we head down the south coast and catch up with Ross O'Brien? Do we have to? <laughs> Morning, Roscoe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's back, Roscoe. <laughs>
4: Right. <laughs> <laughs> How
3: are you, Roscoe? <laughs>
4: oh, cold and. I'm, I'm lucky, mate. I haven't been blown away yet. It's as calm as anything down here at
3: the moment. You're hiding behind that big pile of wood you've got. Yeah, I know I am.
1: Oh, you seen, I seen, yeah, yeah, you seen me that. I sent you Yeah, you sent me that.
3: Yeah, that's good. <laughs>
1: seen you laying yeah. there in the chair, resting, pajamas <laughs> in the, on. we seen the you dog know, on the bull. Yeah. You
4: know what? uh, the amazing thing is, they've got two tonne of wood in, and we fired it all up, got everything happy and great. You know, it's been in the house since 1893, I think. And uh, beautiful, not a problem all week. And on the coldest day we've had down here, the, um, there's a, a draft in the top of it that covers the, keeps the heat in the um, bottom bit to blow it out, right? I'm trying to think of the name, but I can't think of it. Uh, at four o'clock the, uh, the other day, mother and the dog are racing around the house because they heard this almighty crash, and it was the plate dropping down from the top of the top of the fire to the bottom.
3: Oh of the yeah, car. yep.
4: You know, oh good stuff.
3: Like a reflector plate, yeah.
4: Yeah, that's the word. That'll do. We'll use that. <laughs> someone will surely ring up and tell us the proper name. But yes. Yeah, so uh, I've got the bits and pieces. Now I've just got to find someone that knows how to put it all together. Yeah, so it's, it's it's my luck, mate. If it wasn't for bad luck, I'd have nothing. <laughs> anyway, uh, life's like that. Yeah. Well, we've got, according to the Bureau of Misinformation, we've got a guard warning for Saturdays for east or coastal waters. Yep. And it says here, westerly 20 to 30, tending western or westerly before dawn, then turning westerly 30 to 40 knots in the afternoon. So at the moment, that's exactly what we've got, except it's less. Actually, less. At Koyama, what do we got? We got a gusty seven knots. Mm. Right. With a speed of six knots. During the night, the strongest we had was uh, 29 knots. So I can't work out what's going on. (laughs) I really can't. Now they're saying it's not coming to the afternoon. But we've actually had a all through the night. So has
3: it gone past? Or what? No, if you have a look at the synoptic chart, uh, there's a lot of icebergs very close together coming across. The best across. is yet to come. And it's yeah. that, that front is travelling at 55 knots. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you don't outrun that. <laughs>
4: okay. So I, I shouldn't feel guilty going
3: back to bed, eh? No, no, you should not. <laughs> have a look what's blowing in South Australia at the moment, and, and that's coming across.
4: I, me old mate... It'll be there by me rang me up
3: and told me. Yeah, well the center of it which is down below Tasmania but about west west of Tasmania, south of uh, Adelaide, is at 974. And in
2: Bass Strait, because I've been watching it, and it has don't been revised want, don't
3: down. Don't want to be in Bass Strait <clears> at the moment. 40
2: knots sustained gusting, mm-hmm. 60.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, with
2: a 6.8-metre uh, uh, swell, 10 seconds apart.
3: Oh, happy days. Yeah.
2: My partner, <laughs> Ross, you'll love this, my partner said to me, yeah. she said, so is that something you're sailing? I said, well, it could be, but you wouldn't be coming back. Yeah, <laughs> You've got a set of storm sails, haven't you? <laughs> you, I said you could, I said to Kim, you could probably put every sail under underneath the deck and still be doing six knots in wind like that.
3: You'd again.
1: want a couple of sea anchors out oh, back. Yeah.
3: Nah. Well, it's interesting yesterday because right I flew down commercial from um, Bundaberg to Brisbane, then Brisbane to Sydney yesterday, and both were blowing, well, Brisbane was blowing southeast at 25 to 30, mm. so it was a crosswind landing there, so that was interesting. And then Sydney, though, still had the uh, north-south running with that uh, westerly, and it was borderline whether they're going go to go to the east-west runway, and that was interesting as well, coming in. So, uh, oh. yeah, <laughs> that's good oh, fun.
1: you didn't come down your own plane?
3: No, no, it's still getting a prop overhaul.
1: Oh, okay.
2: I was on a Virgin flight coming back from Melbourne one year, and they had three goes yeah. at trying to land. Normally they
3: don't have three goes, normally they'll have two and get out of yeah. there. Yeah, they... they they
2: kept. They, the captain was fantastic. He kept in contact with us and said, "Look, we still have enough. You know, more than enough to go to our alternate, which is Canberra, to be under the limit because we overfueled for this, knowing that there was very windy conditions. So we're going to give it another try and another try." I was in the last row, and I'm looking at the threshold. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah. It was so much fun. And when they touched down, to their credit, it was one of the smoothest landings yeah. I've had on a commercial flight. Yeah. Why has that
4: happened? It happens to me too. Of course, they're concentrating a lot more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah, not the not first officer's landing. Talking
2: to the yeah, and and a lot of times too, there's pressure on 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 pilots to get off the runway as quickly as possible because there's quick turnarounds. So when they and they they tend to to force the plane into the ground a little bit more, so that the landings are a little bit harder. Right. But in conditions like that. Um, they're quite happy to, uh, to... Look, when I say that, that's the rear wheels. The front wheel came down a bit harder because you want that. Because yeah. the minute you start losing speed, um, you've got no directional control. So, But that initial touchdown was sweet as...
3: <laughs> a greaser, they call it.
2: Yeah, yeah. greased it. Oh. <clears throat> oh. I, I,
4: I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of planes at the best of times, but in the gale, get it.
3: No, they're all right. I'll
4: be under the seat,
3: mate. I love it.
2: <laughs> Fishing-wise, what can we do today with the conditions that we're facing, Roscoe? That's the um, big question.
4: Well, you've got a couple of bowling clubs to pick from. <laughs> and, and I think there's some footy on the TV later on, which I'll be watching.
2: It's a clean your tackle box day, is it?
4: I think it is, mate. Yeah, yeah. look. You know, it's not happening at the moment, but I reckon once the sun comes up, it's going to come in. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we've got the same tomorrow. So if you want to go fishing down here, I'd be looking at Minamara, definitely. Maybe, maybe, now we've got, what's the direction? West, northwest. Okay, maybe the northern end of um, the farm. Um north, west, west, north west. Um down on nine 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 mile beach there, near the uh fisherman's club. Yeah. You'll get a you'll get a fish along that edge there. That'll be out of the wind. They've been getting good snapper down there, mate. Um and again, I dare I say it flathead. Um you know, the biggest selling thing at the uh fisherman's club down there for dinner. What? Lunch. Flathead fillets.
3: Yeah, flathead fillets are lovely.
4: Yeah, that's they can't get enough. They're running out. They've got to go to the market a couple of times a week. You know, people are really into the flathead. It must be all the flathead we talk about, is it? They, uh, they seem to have foregone the others, according to the chef down there. But uh, excellent quality fish, mate. But they're all in close. And in this weather, you're only going to have a pick of certain areas. Murray, you're right there. You can go right up the top. The top gets a bit windy, but you've got the golf club hill where um, predict um, protecting you a bit. So it'll be all right there off a the little landing. Um, go and pump some nippers, mate. Have a chuck into the weeds. Never you never know. You might get yourself a nice ludric fish. Well, they what they call them now. Um, yeah, so you know there is places you can go, but I would not, I would not fall into the trap of oh they're, they're, they're idiots, they've only got it's only five knots. You know, having said that, koyama now is just um, twenty-three knot gusts.
2: Yeah, okay? forty-two knot gusts expected at four o'clock this afternoon down your way.
4: Yeah, well,
2: so it'll be a fast trip out. Won't be a fun trip back.
4: Oh, God, no. God, no. But, um, look, a Garwan one. you can't go out. Insurance won't wear you. Yeah. It's that simple. I, unfortunately, I've had, when I was chartering, I had people, you know, come into the boat, and I said, look, we can't go. I rang you last night. I left a message. Why? It's dead flat. I said, yeah, well, it won't be in an hour. Yeah,
3: but, but also with the westerly, it's dead flat when you're inside sitting on the shore. So like, this is nice. It's just a bit of wind up high. There's no yeah. problems.
4: yeah. You have to, you
3: get around the corner and the
4: other couple of feet, you know it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. The, the other place um, you could, which wouldn't be bad. Did I mention Bombo Beach? Not yet. Okay, northern end of Bombo. Now there's a little ledge there the boys have been fishing on, and and it's, um they've been getting some good uh, luderick, some good um, snapper, good flathead, like the Hulk. Gomit, really, all sorts of stuff have been pulling out of there. I even heard some kidneys. Um, So, yeah, that might be the spot. Um, yeah, you'd be safe there in that corner, but I'd have a look at it first because you don't know what the swell's going to do. Yeah. Leave it flatten out or get bigger, um, one or the other. But, uh,
2: but even off yeah. the beach there and drop it in the gully. Yeah. Yeah. It'd probably be the safer option rather if there is a bit of a swell rather than you know yeah. go out across yeah, the rocks.
4: Lads, yeah, yeah, definitely on the sand would be all right
2: too. Because that so. gully can run run pretty good in a decent swell. Yeah, the surf swell there too. I know, I love it. It's, my, it's actually probably one of my favourite surf spots. Yeah, North Bombo. Yeah, I love it. it we had so much fun there. Yeah, well,
4: mock my. my my favourite surf spot now is the bar down at the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not allowed to drink anymore. And the young bloke, bloke stand at the bar talking with a glass of water in his
3: hand. Tell him it's vodka.
4: Yeah, I know. I trick them.
3: <laughs> Roscoe, what I you think. do is, is buy some cherry juice and you put yeah. a little bit of that in your water. It looks like red wine. Yeah, I've
4: said that. They know I know red
3: wine. <laughs> you tell telling me you've changed
4: they give me heaps. Um, yeah, but, you know, I think if you have, if you wait till the sun comes up and have a good look, there'll be little areas and nicks and crannies where you can go, mm. to, you know, in those places we've mentioned. But um, it's, it's the old adage: If you're on a boat, if in doubt, don't go out. That's go warning: right. don't go out through it. Cool stuff. Yeah.
3: Okay, Roscoe. So Thank you for All that.
4: All right, gentlemen. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. I've got to get back and get this to up. <laughs>
3: you go, up. Yeah. Go, go test the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> well, me, me dog went out and comes straight back in and knocked
4: me over at the door.
3: Good to see Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Roscoe. Why can't
2: I use the inside loo? Why, why, why?
0: 2SM has Sydney talking.
2: Wake up with Richard King. In your opinion, big business with price gouging is responsible for the inflation we're experiencing at the moment, Kevin.
6: If all those people were just a little bit less
5: greedy, how much better off would we be?
2: Then from 9am, the king of talkback radio, John Laws. I think you're an idiot. You're a stubborn fool.
0: Right, okay. I'll just sort of give you something to
2: think about. Okay, well, it has. It's got me thinking about stubborn fools that make stupid statements, and you're one of them.
0: Afternoons with Brent Boltitude. What
2: he needs to do, though, I believe, as the Prime Minister, is own up and say, Look, I can't deliver on this promise. Talking sports. Weekdays from three.
1: Happy? I know, I'm just saying. We're not
3: talking about a pup here. He's been around for donkeys. Talk
6: tonight. With Gary Stewart. They've been screaming out for help here. State
5: government's not listening. Neither is the local council.
4: 2SN has Sydney talking.
5: Are you
2: building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL kit home. Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-A-L, or you can phone them on one eight hundred zero two four nine one two. 24 912
0: Flight Centre. Night Centre. See the Starry Light Centre. Cruise Centre. Tours Centre. Are you insured, Centre? Stay young. Have some fun. Follow the sun. Take the plunge. Easy done, Centre. Island Top. Over the top. One stop shop. Never stop. Your Centre. Our Centre. Flight Centre. At the Centre for 40 years.
2: Flight Centre.
1: If you want to learn how to light up your career in an electrical trade or organise the office in admin, MEGT can connect you with thousands of employers Australia-wide. Earn while you learn with the number one experts in apprenticeship and traineeships. With a dedicated accounts team in every state, MEGT supports you from start to finish. Find your me with MEGT and visit megt.com.au forward slash jobs
0: on AFL Nation. Live from the Gabba, it's Brisbane. Brisbane in the blink of an eye, staring down the barrel of another five. Goal, corner, and McCarthy delivers it. Oh, they've been emphatic tonight, the Lions. Versus West Coast. Marrick gets it out to Gaff,
1: gets it out to Long.
2: Somehow oh, a snap on goal. No way, that
3: is the goal of the season for the Eagles.
0: AFL Nation, Saturday night on 2SM.
4: This is 2SM Sydney.
0: More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network.
2: Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 14 minutes to 5 here on High Tide at 5 o'clock. We'll update the uh, Super Radio Network news for you. Don't forget if you're... Thinking of heading out, there is a strong wind warning out for today for the Macquarie, Hunter, Sydney, and Illawarra coast. So you might want to think twice about that. Still plenty of good places to go fish, though, Blakey.
3: Yeah, there is. Hmm.
2: And I'm sure Bobby Dean will find some for us. Can you help us out, Mr. Dean? Good morning.
6: Uh, yeah, the fish markets, mate. I reckon that's about the <laughs> <as well as laughs> same.
3: Oh, dear.
1: Makes yeah. you going, there. Man... Will they have any product? You know. Of can the commercial guys catch anything while the the whales are moving up and down the coastline?
6: Yeah, as long as you speak V to so no mate, look, there's plenty of fish around, it's just you, know, you know, it's gonna be one of those weekends where you going to steal a missus' credit card and thank her for buying <laughs> you the know, stuff. Go and see Mick down at a complete anger or one of the other local tackle shops, right? So, um, Yeah, it's it's pretty crappy. Very mild here this morning when I got up at 3.30. Just have a quick check on the last bit of the cricket. It was uh, six degrees, and I checked this a little while ago. I was up to nine and a half, so.
2: Which is unusual when you've got, um, you know, you're in the middle of winter and there's no clouds at all in the sky.
6: Mm. Uh, well, no westerly influence, mate.
3: <coughs> that's what it is.
6: Yeah, that's you know, about even you look at over on the Crookball there. You know, above five degrees. I chatted me my mate Bob yesterday. And,
2: you uh, make that sound like it's warm. Yeah, he does, <laughs> does he? <laughs>
6: There's uh, one, one thing missing. The forecast a... for Krukel was one to eight degrees. Uh, you know, I chatted to my mate Bob yesterday. He's down warm, gone, seen his sister for a few days. He's not worried about fishing, and he's a crazy fish out uh, Yeah, yeah. You know, just not like, pleasant. No, there's a few fish around, but it's, you know, it's just getting the opportunity, mate. And mate Reno was supposed to go out on Wednesday. They stuck his mate's 6.9-metre boot in, and they got off across Boltony, and the, the big Susie decided wanted to shut down, and an alarm went off, and went into limp mode, and uh, something to do with the heating. Yes. Maybe I guess they missed out of something.
3: Yeah, a thermostat or an impeller.
6: Yeah, well, he gets it pretty well regularly serviced. So,
3: yeah, but he could have blocked something, or yeah. Well, but do you have a telltale, tell-tale still going or not?
6: Really well. Yeah,
3: well, it could be. Was well, it high revs or low revs? Because normally, if, if it's if a thermo's stuck, it'll do it at low revs. When you get a high revs, but it bypasses the thermostat because pressure relief valves, and it's all right.
6: Ah, well, there was something else then. Yeah, because even when they could, they come back, let it cool down, start it, let it idle for ten minutes, it went off.
3: Yeah, I know. It'll If it's a ther- stuck thermostat, it'll go off at idle. But when you give it yeah, some revs. Yeah, well, it, it'll it went at
6: high revs come
3: across the base. Okay, yeah, okay. Well, it's not thermostat then, yeah. No. It'll be water pump impeller or a blockage or something. Because But you hit a bit of weed or something like that, it can block it up yeah. when you're going along and burn an impeller out of partially burned bottom of it and that'll do the job. So any time there's an overheat, the first thing you do is gearbox off and check the impeller. That's your base. Yeah. Yeah,
6: yeah that's not a hard job.
3: No. Now, what horsepower is it?
6: Oh, I have no idea It it's big enough to run a 6.9 metre ten. Okay,
3: okay. Yeah, so it's a decent size. Yeah, drop the gearbox and have a look at the impeller first. Yeah. yeah. But, um yeah,
6: there's even a few dragon and uh, the like in Sydney, other than uh, a few Yellowfin and Bluefin. Mm-hmm. Um One of my mates, they went there... And, and they got a couple of yellowfin about 22 kilos a piece Wednesday.
3: Yeah.
6: So um, he said, that's a, you know, a couple of really, really nice seeds for the families. So, you know, it's hard to get reports at the moment with what wind's been around. Yeah. You know, the boys are still catching hairtail. Yeah, I'm a bit over that, going up there and freezing like, man. <laughs> Hey, mate, I used to go up there in a 12-footer yeah. and stay all night. didn't bother me. Yeah. Now I walk outside now, and it's just like I'm going back in. <laughs> Where's my coffee? Yeah. The uh, yeah. only good thing about winter is your beers don't get warm quick.
3: <laughs> 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 you don't need an esky.
6: Mate, yeah, well, that's true. I've been in a situation where you have to put your beer in the esky to stop it freezing. Freeze yes. I've had it happen at Lake Lyle, and I've had it happen to be. Uh, you know, I made a mistake once of putting a trout on top of the esky one night. I went back an hour later, and it was that, it was that cold, yeah. It was almost impossible to sleep, so you'd get up and check a rod. Yeah. I come back, and brought another fish back, and I thought, I'll put that fish in the esky. Well, I couldn't, because it was stuck to the
3: Stuck to the, to the lid. <laughs> okay. We better leave it there, Bobby. But All try, right, let's well, see we hopefully I'll come back, back
6: with a fresh water report for you tomorrow, mate.
3: Okay, much appreciated. Thanks, Bobby. Thank you, gentlemen. Okay, bye. Well, Bobby s- Dean.
2: Speaking of that weather, yes. we have been talking about, uh, officially the Bureau of Meteorology have said that El Nino is here. And as we said a little bit earlier, uh, Carl uh, Braganza, who's the uh, manager for climate at the uh, Bureau of Meteorology, held a press conference during the week, and here are some excerpts of same.
0: So the Bureau has gone to an El Nino alert at the start of June, which is really signalling that um, there's probably about a 70% chance by our metrics of an El Nino event um, occurring before summer. Um, Our rainfall and temperature outlooks strongly reflect that kind of a forecast with dry conditions on the horizon, um, particularly over the next three months or so. Um, Some other agencies have already declared an El Nino event, such as the World Meteorological Organisation and NOAA in the US. Um, However, um, the set of indicators we have used haven't passed thresholds yet, um, so we still haven't declared. During an El Nino event, we have changes in sea surface temperature patterns across the tropical Pacific Ocean. Um, Typically, we find a lot of warming in the central and eastern Pacific, which isn't the typical pattern. Um, What that tends to do is drag rainfall away from the Australian region and cause um, lower-than-average rainfall and quite often drought during an El Nino period over spring and summer for Australia. Um, So, compared to the last three years where we had the opposite of an El Niño, a La Niña event in the Pacific, and quite heavy rainfall over Australia, um, we're now looking at a summer of below-average rainfall and possibly heatwaves and bushfires. Certainly when it comes to fuel growth and, in particular, um, grass fires, where grasses can grow quite rapidly, they can also dry out quite rapidly. Um, So, with an El Niño probably on the cards um, for spring and summer, Um, we're really now looking at how much rainfall falls between now and then. So we're watching on a weekly basis um, how much rainfall we get over some of the fire-prone forested regions where there has been some fuel growth and also the grassland regions. Typically, it's the eastern states that get influenced by El Niño and La Niña events and um, that's what we're expecting this time around. Um, Out west, you tend to get less of an impact from El Niño and La Niña. Um, What that tends to mean is elevated fire danger in the springtime for New South Wales and Queensland um, and elevated fire danger in the eastern parts of South Australia, Victoria, southern New South Wales and Tasmania um, over the summer period. What we tend to do with our rainfall and temperature outlooks is have three months lead time. So we're looking at the next three months Um, specifically at rainfall and temperature with our dynamical climate models. Um, Beyond three months, we tend to look at what these major climate drivers might be doing, such as El Niño or its cohort in the Indian Ocean, which is the Indian Ocean Dipole, um, which we're expecting to be positive by spring, also influencing reduced rainfall in Australia. Beyond that, you tend to get less predictability. Um, However, it is clear from history that the year following an El Niño event, so 2024, tends to have elevated global mean temperatures and sea surface temperatures. Um, We tend to have higher temperatures, obviously, during El Niño periods. Um, We still have some reasonable moisture out there in the landscape, and that tends to mean that we don't get record-breaking temperatures in those instances. We tend to get those record-breaking temperatures at the end of multiple drought years. So um, 2019 was a good example of that, with three years preceding drought and very little moisture in the landscape. Um, we tend to see very high um, elevated surface temperatures. Um, That's a possibility this summer, but hopefully with um, a little bit of moisture out there leading into it, we don't see similar scenes to what we saw in 2019. So we're looking at our metrics every week. Um, The difference between us and some of the other agencies is that we like to see the atmosphere responding to what's happening in the ocean. So El Niño is quite a complex phenomenon. Um, It involves both an atmosphere component and an ocean component. Um, Looking at the ocean components, you could say that we're in an event already. However, the atmosphere needs to come to the party, and it hasn't quite done that yet. Um, we like to see sustained changes in cloudiness and um, a reversal of the trade winds and other things in our region. Um, we're not seeing that yet. We're reviewing it on a weekly basis.
2: So it doesn't sound overly exciting with regards to bushfires and things like that coming up uh, towards this spring and summer. So worth keeping that in the back of your mind. And I mean, it's going to have an impact on fishing too.
3: I've just got one question. They can... Give us all this stuff three months, six months, years down the track, but they can't get it right day by day.
2: And exactly what he said, you can't give an idea of temperature in degrees Celsius because.
3: But hang on, they tell us the oceans are going to rise. Well, doesn't something got to happen there for that? And yeah, it hasn't poles risen have to yet. Melt. Yeah, it hasn't risen yet. Somewhat argue. Yeah, I was down, I remember five years ago, it, no, actually nine years ago now, uh, was it Fort Denison. And look at the tide graphs there. And it's actually showing that the rate has slowed. And you say to them, oh, Oh, no, no, our computer modelling tells us different. This is actual. No, but our computer modelling tells us different. So do you believe actual or computer models? I'll leave it at that.
2: (laughs) It's news time at five o'clock. Who argues with Blake here? Just, Just agree.